0: Hey, it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. In a phase of my business where I'm really deconstructing how I got here, running a multiple six-figure coaching business and just living the life. and traveling with my family and working with really cool people and I actually was preparing for a pro coach call happening inside the matrix just recently and I had this thought come to me I wish I could like watch Rich Litvin who wrote The Prosperous Coach a very great coaching book I wish I could like watch him in his journey when he was where I was at right now like when he was fully booked and starting to raise his prices and start groups and things. I wish I could follow someone's journey where they documented their thoughts, what's working, what's not. I just think it'd be really cool to see what they were thinking. And I had that moment where I was like, I need to be documenting my journey. I'm pretty ambitious. And actually I'm calling this episode Zen and Ambitious because I do consider myself very Zen as well. In fact, if you kind of looked at my bookshelf, which if you're watching the YouTube video of this, you can see all my books behind me. I study a lot of different types of personal growth and business. Some of it is very like hardcore masculine energy where you like take consistent action and you do things until it works and you stay in the game and all this this very consistency club type content. And then I also study a lot of like the spiritual, more feminine type, which is the power of now and a new earth and letting go, (laughs) like all these books that are about the Zen inside. And I feel like this unique combination has made me a super successful life and business coach. And I also think it has allowed me to enjoy the ride. And when you can enjoy the ride, it's easy to reflect on what's worked and what's great and also like get excited about what's next. And I feel like that is where I'm at right now. I'm thinking about what I want to create. I really identify with a Zen and ambitious kind of where I meet in the middle. And anyway, as I was was thinking, I kind of want to document my journey for the future self so I can look back. And so maybe someone can learn from my footsteps both now. I hope that this is useful to you if you're a coach now or if you're like a hopeful coach, or even if you just like coaching content, but really I'm doing it for people who see me in the future and myself in the future, looking back on my journey. I really resonate with people like, and coaches in particular, coaches like Rich Litvin and Brooke Castillo and Tony Robbins and Brendan Burchard. And I'm like, would it be cool if I could see them at their phase of business that I'm in right now? And I think some of them have certain kinds of content. My hope is that I'm going to turn a lot of my content into something that's helpful now, but also something that kind of is more of a documentation of my journey. In fact, I really resonate with this kind of content already as a client, right? Like I really like learning how I did something versus me on my pedestal soapbox talking about what you should do. And so some of you guys might have noticed that content has changed in my podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, this is my first YouTube video, which is so exciting. But I've had my podcast for a few years and I've evolved over time. And I think one of the biggest mistakes i made in my content up to this point is really saying this is what you should think about. This is what you should do instead of this is what I've been doing with myself and my clients. This is what's working for us. I hope it serves you. I hope it helps you. And so I feel like this is the marker, I guess at least my public declaration, of me saying, this is how my content is going to be in the future. It's really my own reflections, my own, this is what I'm studying, this is what I'm trying, this is what's working, this is what's not, this is what I'm celebrating, this is what's next, that kind of content. And so the Zen ambitious thing, that's what I'm talking about today, because I really feel like it has served me. I first learned this paradoxical nature from a great coach named Ed Milette. His podcast was something I really listened to in the beginning of my journey. And he has this episode called Blissful Dissatisfaction. And I'm like, oh, I love the paradox of that, right? Where you're dissatisfied, but you're also in bliss. You're happy, but you know that there's something next. And I feel like this is my version of that, the Zen ambition, you know, how you can be a really ambitious person and have big dreams and this big vision. But like, if you wash me in my day-to-day life, I'm a very Zen person. I don't identify as someone who overworks or over hustles. I feel like I'm a very peaceful person. And for a lot of people who have ambitions, sometimes I think that they're afraid that they have to sacrifice their life now of what's great now that has to go away. And I wanted to be like an example that that's not true. I never felt like I hated my life in order to get here. And I don't feel like I have to hate where I am now to get to where I want to go next, which is like scaling to seven figures and beyond. I don't know what that will exactly will look like, but I do think it's important for me to say that that's what I'm working on. Even after having made multiple six figures up to this point, And looking to the future, I know I will look back on this time and I don't want to resent it. I don't want to wish it was different because one, I have small babies. I have a six-year-old, a four-year-old and a two-year-old and I want to be a present mom. In fact, we just got back from a trip to Las Vegas and we just had so much fun going to parks and eating ice cream and eating out and walking around and shopping and just having fun. And they're so little and so sweet. I don't want to skip this part of my life, even if I'm not where I am yet. And so I feel like understanding paradox, there's lots of paradoxes, especially when you're on a spiritual growth journey, you start to see all the paradoxes that we live in. But I think particularly as an entrepreneurial coach, the paradox of being Zen inside, being spiritually aligned is another word that you might use, and ambitious of being a dreamer, of being a visionary, I think it's a unique blend. I've been looking for mentors who embody that. And it's interesting because I feel like most of my mentors fall in one of two camps. There's a few people that I've learned from that I really feel like they meet me in the middle. But for the most part, it's either they're like super gung-ho, masculine action, like do, it, do whatever it takes, work all the time, do all these hard things, pay your dues kind of deal. Or they swing to the whole other side where it's inner peace is the most important thing. And while I agree, I actually do agree that inner peace is the most important thing, I want both. Right, I want to be creating my life. I want to be choosing my life experience, and create a business that I love, and including monetary exchanges. <laughs> I want to create wealth. I want to create money for my family, to have experiences, and to have fun, and to have security, and to give, and to all, to do all these things that money can do. I think at the end of the day, when you study the spiritual side of money, you know that money can only solve money problems. But I would love to solve money problems with more money. Right. And so I think I find myself in a really unique situation right now where I'm reflecting on what got me here, knowing I need to grow into someone new to become who I want to be, while also being really proud of the success that I created up to this point. I can't remember. I looked it up on Google once, but I think like the multitude of coaches who start their business don't make more than 50K, I'm pretty sure, in a year. And for me to be a multi-six-figure coach, scaling to seven, thinking that in those terms, And I want to do it still doing one-on-one coaching. I want to do it with still organic marketing. I don't want to pay for ads. I don't want to grow a huge team. I think I find myself in a very small, unique corner of the internet. And so I want to bring it here. If, If in case it resonates, and I think it does. I hear from people that it does resonate, especially with my mom clients who are moms and still want to have this one foot in the door of a career or a meaningful pursuit, whatever you want to call this a calling, something outside of the home while still being able to be present in the home, I feel like this is a unique blend. And I think it's required a certain amount of growth internally, which is why I am a product of my product, I guess. I get coaching, I get mentorship, I read tons of books, I take courses. I do work on myself so that I can be this person. And that doesn't stop. I know for sure that that doesn't stop just because I got to a really cool place. In fact, Amber in 2019 would have loved to know that this was my future, And I can't help but think that's probably true in this sense too. The future self that I haven't met yet will be proud of who I was, but also like, just wait, just wait and see what you create. And I feel like it's just a really good place to be. It's something that I share with my clients. If you can learn to be happy doing the dishes or going on a walk and the basic things in your life, like you win. And I feel like that's the Zen part of what I offer And what I do with myself and do with my clients is like there's this whole aspect of conscious creation where it's really being at peace with who you are and what you have and learning that happiness, as the saying goes, is an inner game, right? It's something that we cultivate inside of us. But also you can find peace without being happy, right? And I feel like that's like why I picked the word zen instead of happy and ambitious or joyful and ambitious or blissful and ambitious. It's zen because at the end of the day, I come back to being peaceful inside. Even while my business isn't where I wanted to go, even though I have these big dreams and goals and ideas of what could be, at the end of the day, I'm at peace with who I am, with what I have. In fact, that's one of the things, the reasons that I married my husband Wesley is that's something that we resonated with when we were newlyweds. We just were happy going to Sonic and getting a lemonade and sitting in his truck and talking. I'm content. I think that might be another powerful word. I think that For me, and I said this from the Stoics, they talk about, you know, the happy man is the person who's content with what they have, and the dissatisfied man is the one that's not happy with what they have, no matter how much they have. You could be a multi-billionaire, and if you're discontent, who has a better life? The person who has a billion dollars but is unhappy, or the person who is happy with minimum wage? When you think about it that way, it's kind of interesting to think, what is the point of making more money? And I think that You should answer that for yourself. I am for sure have. I think it's because it's fun. It gives me something to work towards. It's almost like, why would you play a board game in your home? Because it's fun, something to do, and something for the challenge. And I think on a deeper level, it's who am I becoming? I think the reason that I identify or at least resonate with the word zen and ambitious is because it's all about who I'm becoming, right? Both externally and internally. What can I create with my God-given gifts? What can I create with my God given ambition and desires? And what can I create on the inside with my mind and with my spirit, right? My internal experience. And I feel like coaching has given me both the ability to feel at peace and in love with my life and to create some circumstances that give me more power. In fact, I think that's a great way to describe what coaching does, which is it helps you create different circumstances. And increase your circumstantial power in your life and it gives you personal power which is like my ability to get up in the morning even though I'm tired my ability to have a workout even if I don't want to my ability to keep going even if I've failed my persistence my grit my inner strength the ability to create a peace of mind no matter what's going on circumstantially to me that blend circumstantial power personal power I definitely got from doing the personal development work that the coaching industry has to offer. So I'm super grateful for that. And I think beyond that, it's also allowed me to grow a business, to serve amazing people, to take my family on trips, peace of mind, knowing that like money is created from my brain, right? My ability to create value and to take action and to have thoughts, right? Our thoughts create a reality. And so for me, when I'm considering my journey up to this point and how I'm looking towards the future, I feel like Zen ambition is something that I... Have experience, and it's something I will carry with me into what's next. And so I wanted to just share that with you because it's possible if business has felt heavy, if you felt like you're not enough, or if you feel like you had to sacrifice, maybe you identify as super Zen and you're like, oh, like I have to give that up to get what I want. I want to offer that that might not be true. And the opposite is also true. Maybe you feel really ambitious and you're like, I don't want to give that up in order to be more Zen. I'm like, bring both. You can do both. You can be Zen and you can be ambitious. You can be a dreamer and you can love your life now. You can want a better future without it meaning that right now isn't enough. And that is my secret sauce. That is what I hope I can share with the world. I feel like that is like my main mission. In fact, I almost call my podcast Chill Ambition. I have a podcast episode if you scroll quite a ways back, it's called Chill Ambition. And I think this is like the second version of that as I'm reflecting and dreaming again, as I look to scale the matrix, my business program, and work with new one-on-one clients. And as I look to expand my reach and to help more people and to serve more people and be more visible to people and shine my light, I feel like that is still my war cry, that you can be Zen and ambitious and you don't have to sacrifice loving your life now to create what you want in the future. You can have both. And I feel like coaching is how I do think it is how it's mind management, it's creating with your thoughts. There's only three ways to create and it's with our thoughts, our words, and our actions. And you can create Zen ambition on all three levels, right? You can be Zen and ambitious in your mind. You can be Zen and ambitious in the way that you speak. And you can be Zen and ambitious in the way that you present yourself to the world and the actions that you take. And I feel like that is mastery. Mastery of whatever you want, right? Some people take the word mastery and I think of like a monk, right? Where they disappear into their house and they master their mind and their body and their spirit, but they don't have any outward creation. They're not creating a business. And so while it's important to learn from them and I think that kind of methodology is interesting to study, it doesn't always resonate right? Like sometimes it's like, I have three kids and it's crazy. Sometimes it's, I have a full client load. Sometimes it's, I have to create this video for social media. Zen isn't going to cut it today. (laughs) But I think learning how to turn it on and off like a faucet, summoning my Zen self, summoning my ambitious self, depending on what I want to create, has been the secret. I think it's knowing where you want to go, right? If you want a successful business, action will be required. Some form of consistency will be required. Some sort of value adding will be required. Some sort of marketing and sales will be required, which falls more on the ambitious side. If you want to manage your mind and have a peaceful life and a great relationship and you don't want to be stressed all the time, learning how to cultivate Zen inside is going to be an important part of your journey. And I just don't find a lot of people teaching both at the same time. And I think for me, it's not what you do all day, right? It's not like I choose to be Zen all day. It's knowing what parts of my day is Zen, what parts of my day is ambition, what time do I devote to creation, what time do I devote to rest and restoration, and it's a summoning of those things depending on where I want to go. And I feel like you have to have the discernment to know what to exercise when, but that only comes from knowing where you want to go. So I think I'm going to end this whole spiel, this whole speech, this whole idea on making a case for knowing where you want to go. I think when I started my coaching business, I thought I wanted to be like Rachel Hollis or something, this like motivational speaker. And I love Rachel Hollis, it's not nothing against her at all. It's just not for me. I always wanted to be wealthy, but I also identified with like, I kinda wanna be anonymous. I don't wanna go to the grocery store and for everyone to know who I am. And so when I found the coaching industry, I felt like I got the best of both worlds, that I could grow my monetary, experience. I could become wealthy, but I didn't have to be well known. I didn't have to be famous. I didn't have to be an influencer. I didn't have to be popular or trendy. I could just be adding value. I remember the first time I really saw a glimpse of this lifestyle actually was when I was a little girl watching Freaky Friday. (laughs) And Jamie Lee Curtis plays the mom and she's a therapist. And I remember watching her like go into her office and she had a cool car and she made at least decent money. And she got to help people all day. And I was like, that's what I want to do with my life. And that's why I started the path down to become a therapist, how I ended up becoming a life coach. And then that led me to more business coaching and working with entrepreneurs over time. But the idea was always the same, right? I wanted to have this private life, but I wanted success and abundance. And I'm really grateful that I have that now, more to come. And that's part of the ambitious side of me is that I'll always want more, But I think you can want more from a place of true abundance. And I know that that's a cliche buzzword, but I do think that it's possible where you can want more while loving your life. And I actually think that is the best way to create more because you're not in a rush. You can do it in a really beautiful way. You can do it in a way that keeps your relationships strong. Actually, this reminds me of something that I wanted to talk about is we see these people in the self-help world and they, it's sad to me, but we've seen this happen from pretty famous couples getting divorced and I remember seeing that it's like, I don't want that to happen to me. I don't want to get so successful that my relationships, my fundamentally most profoundly important relationships in my life, I don't want them to change my husband, my kids. And I remember thinking, I want to create success in a way where my life stays intact. And I do think it's possible. I don't think you have to burn your life down as it is now to create something new. I think you have to burn old characteristics and old ways of being down. For sure. I am not the same woman that started this journey by any means. But my values are still there. And I feel like who I am at a core and on a spiritual level is still there. And I think it's because I've always chosen to build in integrity. In fact, when I got my most recent branding done, that's like the words that we came up with was like prosperity in integrity. And I really resonate with that because I don't think you have to sacrifice one thing for another. I think you do have to change how you see the world. What you put on the altar of success as a sacrifice is who you were, your limiting beliefs, your limiting thoughts about yourself and what you're capable of, your limiting beliefs about other people and their willingness to pay you money, to give you recognition, to support you. I think you put on the altar of success (laughs) as a sacrifice is being wrong. I've chosen to submit my ego and be wrong a lot about what I thought was okay, what I thought was possible. We'll go into that in more episodes, I'm sure, But I think if you're willing to be wrong about yourself, about this life, about your preconceived ideas of what success is or what it could look like, and you're willing to try on new thoughts and adopt new ways of being, you can have whatever you want. That is the sacrifice, right? And that is uncomfortable but I don't think you have to sacrifice time with your loved ones. I don't think you have to sacrifice hating your life now so that you can propel yourself into the future. I don't think that's a requirement. I think some people, that worked for them. They became so dissatisfied with where they were that they were willing to take massive action to create success. That's one way. This is another way. Zen ambition is another way of creating success. Where it's like you're fueled by your desire, you're fueled by service, you're fueled by possibility, you're fueled by your own development. Not because you hate where you are, but because you see where you could be and you're excited. You know it's possible and so why not? Why not try? Why not put in effort just like you would sit down and play a game of Monopoly? What's the point in trying to win Monopoly? What's the point in trying to win Scrabble or life? (laughs) Like, Because it's fun. And what I want to offer is the game of entrepreneurship, especially this type of game where it's like you're doing something that changes the world. You're doing something that matters. It's fulfillment, right? It's like about who you become in the process. And that's the game I've always been interested in. And so I'm assuming you are too, or else you wouldn't be watching this video. You wouldn't be listening to this episode. So thank you for being here. I hope Zen Ambition resonates with you. I want you to know that there is an alternative way to burning down your current life so that you can have what you want in the future, that you can be Zen, you can be spiritually aligned, you can be at peace and still create an epic life that is available. It doesn't mean that nothing is required. It means that you have to do both. You have to cultivate the skills of creation, of marketing, of sales, of adding value, of making your brain valuable to the marketplace, of letting people know that you're alive and that you have something to offer, right? Like that's part of entrepreneurship. But I think there's a whole nother avenue where it's the spiritual path, where you're okay. You need nothing from people that you know how to make yourself peaceful. You know how to cultivate that within yourself. And I think when you learn both, there's nothing you can't do. And that's what this podcast and what I'm all about. So thank you for being here. I'll see you in another episode. Hey, I hope you loved and resonated with today's episode. If you did, I know you'd love to be a member of my community in the matrix. It's where we combine business savvy with the inner work, where I help you build your business in a way that actually feels aligned to you and allows you to create the impact, money, and success you want. Find out more and join at itsambersmith.com forward slash matrix. I'll see you inside.